excited to talk to you guys about um, something that I'm working, well, I mean, I've been constantly working through it. I think we all constantly work through this thing, this thing about not allowing things into our lives because we don't think that we're worthy of it or um, that we think that there's just these things that happen to us. So when we think about it, when we were born, right, we come into this life with really no shield on, right? We have, we don't know anything. We come in and we're like, we're going to try, we're going to pick up this thing and we're going to put it into our mouth and we're going to rely on our parents to feed us. We're going to rely on our parents to change our diapers, to clothe us, right? We, we don't know what we're wearing. We have no judgment about what we're wearing. Um, when we learn how to walk, how do you learn how to walk? You get up and you fall down again, you get up, you, and I really took this in this morning. Um, this week has been kind of, like Katie said, this month has been kind of a, a shit show. Like, we both had very sick kids. Um, I have a sick kid, kids uh, right now, and the, the month has just been kind of like this, whatever. But this morning, I woke up at four o'clock this morning to a very, like, not happy child, labored breathing, didn't know what to do, and then I watched him, and I had already listened to this part of it, and I watched him get up, walk a little bit, stumble on his foot, and fall down, and he looked at me, and he, like, he didn't care, because there was no judgment on him, there was no, like, he didn't know what he was doing, he just got back up, he fell down again, okay, he's learning how to climb on things, one day he literally head over heels, fell over, and he didn't know what the hell was happening, and I was like, that's awesome, good job, it's, you know, nothing to worry about, right, until somebody tells us, like, as we were growing up, right, and learning how to walk, then somebody told us something that allowed us to doubt ourselves, somebody heard us, allowed us to doubt ourselves, so we see it, like, look at yourself as that younger child, there's a reason why when we go through Joseph McClendon stuff, that he takes us back to our childhood. He takes us back to the feeling that we we need to love ourselves then. And what was so cool about it was we didn't have any worthiness issues when we were a child, when we were born, until somebody heard us, somebody told us something. So there's so many aspects is that you need to go back to that baby type mentality of not caring where these things are coming from, but just doing them, okay? So who was deciding for you that you weren't worthy enough? Who was telling you these things that come up all of the time as to why you can't go live, why you can't post on stories, why you can't talk to somebody about ketones, why you can't take the product consistently yourself? Somebody told you that something was wrong with it, right? Somebody told you, not only that strength training shit is not going to work. Why are you working with a coach? Why are you doing this stuff? Okay, somebody at some point told me I wasn't worthy of that stuff happening to me, right? So when we think about these things, 80% of it is the way we felt about it. But 20% of it is going into our mind and we're actually thinking about it. So we actually go back to the way that we're feeling about it. And they made us feel unsafe. They made us feel like we weren't worthy because it was an unsafe part of our body. So we're going back to the feeling part of it, not the mindset part of it. And that this is a part that I listened to on a podcast today. But 
it's the way that we feel when we're doing stuff that makes us feel confident unless we're like we feel worthy of it happening so say something happened to you and you're going in like you're going into an unfamiliar comfort zone you know like growth happens that growth mindset happens when you're going into an unfamiliar place right but at some point maybe something did happen to you and that's why you're feeling that you're not worthy of it and you have to push past it a lot of it happens in financial mindset of where we don't feel worthy of having you guys, when I opened this Gucci belt, I definitely did not feel worthy of it because I put this this mindset that I had to be a certain size. I had this feeling behind it that I wasn't worthy of having it or wearing it because I didn't feel like I was there yet because I put a goal on it. But there was somebody that probably told me, Annalie, I don't think you're worthy of that happening or you were too big to wear that. You know, so like I had this feeling behind it. Then I flipped it and I said, no. I'm going to sport that damn belt and I'm going to wear it and everything. And I'm going to show people that I am worthy of it. Right. So we're like thinking about these things, like ask yourself if you say these things to you and there's different worthiness issues or worthiness blocks that we all have and they all show up. It's not like they're going to poof magically go away because you guys I've dealt with worthiness issues almost on a daily basis. Um, and I still do, and we all still do. So it's it's just flipping the switch a little bit faster when they come up. So have y'all found yourself procrastinating on something? What's up? Okay, cool. I'm on training right now, baby. You can go watch the iPad for a little bit, yes. So mom life, um, if you found yourself procrastinating, um, this is a form of self-sabotage that has to go with worthiness issues. Okay, most of the time, um, if you, uh, this is me calling myself out, repeating old destructive behaviors when things are going good, you revert to procrastination, you revert to self-sabotage, you revert to go eat, I mean, I just talked to Katie about this too, um, I could have went and ate a whole thing of Oreos this morning when, and I don't even like Oreos, you guys, I don't know what it is about Oreos recently, but they become my comfort zone, okay, but you revert when things are going good because you're like, I'm not worthy of seeing that number on the scale. I'm not worthy of wearing those clothes. I'm not worthy of selling ketones to somebody, even though you're in this, this like realm of getting followers on your page, you feel some sort of way because somebody told you that you were not good enough. So you embrace it in your head. The next thing is you keep telling your excuses to why you can't do something. So, I can tell you every single one of us on here is capable of doing this, but you tell yourself that you can't, or you keep telling yourself these limitations. And if you keep telling them to yourself, you're going to keep, you're going to keep them. You're not going to get rid of them. And that goes into worthiness. How about if you've ever told yourself it's not right for me, or it's not the right time, or I'm not ready yet, or somebody else is going to do it better or this one, can hit you in the gut, because I know this is something that every single one of us has said, what if I fail? This worthiness comes up in a place of fear. And fear is very, very much like very loud in our heads, because it's something that comes up very, it comes up daily. But if you look at it as this is the time, just like Katie said, is that in her training, 
you have to look at it as that stress point that you're saying, this is not ready for me to do this right now and use it as an opportunity to go forward and figure it out. Just say yes and figure it out. There's many times that I'm like, I don't know how to do that transition or I don't know how to message this person back. We have, we have things called YouTube University or Google or this amazing thing on boards that allows you to take your ego or your self-sabotage mentality or whatever it is out of it and send the message anyway and then be, and close the chat. It's exactly what I do. If I'm scared to send a message, there's still times that I'm scared, I will send the message and I close the chat and I walk away and I come back and they're like, yeah, I want to hear about that. I've been watching your stuff. Okay, well, I just told myself the stupid little story in my head as to why I wasn't worthy to have them work with me. If that's relatable, you can drop a one in the chat because I think that is the biggest thing that I find. Then there's this part of doubt that comes up in self-sabotage and worthiness. So you've probably told yourself, like, it's too good to be true or you can't do something or you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop or nothing ever good happens to you, or people just don't like me and they don't want you to do something, or people um, like, oh, this is the way it's phrased. I can't read my chicken scratch, okay? People like me don't get that. So if you've told yourself, that is a, that is a literal money block right there, is because you tell yourself the way that you were raised, that you're not allowed to earn more money than how you were grown up. Or that you're not allowed to be the first millionaire in your life or in your family. Or you're not the first person to go to college and have a six-figure business in this opportunity. You keep telling yourself that and that is a worthiness thing. And this one is probably the biggest part of it is we all have this worthiness part of low self-confidence. And I know that confidence is built by doing the same task over and over and over and keeping your promises to yourself. So if you tell yourself, I'm going to eat really, I'm going to eat healthy and mindful this week. And then you go have like 10 beverages somewhere that are like, you just drank 2000 carbs. I don't know what it is because personally, I'm not going to do that to myself. But like, I have done this thing where I'm like, I'm going to work, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps every single day for the month. And then I don't. And then I'm like, oh, I just, I, I can continue tomorrow. I'm going to start again on the first. No, you start again today. You start again and keep that promise to yourself. Just like yesterday, I could have told myself, no, we're going to go to this open house and then go to the gym. Well, the gym was packed. Okay, packed AF. We couldn't even find a parking spot. So we had to drive to Baldwin. I still worked out, even though Earl was standing there and he's like, I'm done. I'm like, no, I'm going to finish. I got 10 more minutes left. We're going to do this. I keep a promise to myself. You get back up on the horse because if you continue to cancel those promises to yourself, you're only going to go into that worthiness issue of why you can't do something again or why it's not happening. So if you have told yourself you're not good enough, that you don't deserve it, that everybody's talking about you and they want you to fail. Trust me, nobody talking about that you. They're only talking about themselves, okay? You don't know enough about something or there's another part that comes up about confidence and worthiness is you're always trying to prove your worth to somebody. You're always trying to like here's my here's my very red comment right now is there's a reason why y'all don't celebrate each other. I drop my celebrations every single day because I know I'm worthy of that sale. I know that I'm worthy of changing that person's life. 
but the fact that people don't celebrate you back is because you guys are worth you're like in this worthiness issue of I can't celebrate her because that means that I'm not going to get something. The truth is actually opposite. You need to celebrate. You need to celebrate those big things. You guys are on this Zoom. Y'all should be celebrating in the chat saying, oh my God, I'm on that Zoom with them. I decided to take the hour of my day today to get on the Zoom and celebrate with them. There's nothing like, like, I want to tell you how when nobody celebrates you back, how you want to feel about that. Like, when nobody celebrates you back, you feel like you did something wrong. So, I hear my heart on that is I don't have to celebrate it. I know there's people on here that have actually had sales recently and haven't celebrated a dang thing or told people that they sold stuff because I was in the car with her when she got a brand new customer the other day, okay? So, the thing is, is that, yeah, it's a hide yourself. I'm glad Jody went to the gym even though she didn't want to. I tell you guys, there, that, that happens more times than none, okay? When you're like, I just don't want to go. I can put it off. I can put it off. I can put it off. But what are you telling yourself? You're telling yourself it's okay to put off your dreams. It's okay to put off your goals. It's okay to not feel good about yourself. And that transpires into so many other things. So many other things into our life that it comes back into this worthiness issue. Like... We, we see other people succeeding. We see other people selling boxes. We see other people getting new customers. That's because we're comparing. And our chapter right now, every single one of you guys' chapters are different than those people that are on the top of the leaderboards. We hold ourselves back because of worthiness. We don't think that we're worthy of having that number behind our name or the paycheck that's coming into us. Or if it doesn't matter about the money... Ultimately, it does matter, even though we don't tell ourselves that it matters, because I will tell you that people that tell you it's not about the money, it's because they have a worthiness block around the money. The money that you are going to receive with the impact that you have is going to be life-changing. And this lady on this podcast said she had her first $20,000 month. She goes, and I lost it all because I had no idea what that meant to me. And I went and spent it all. And then I felt bad about it. It's because she had a money block around the fact that she didn't think she deserved to have that amount of money. So then she went and spent it all. We're all deserving of having this in our life. We're all worthy of having success. We're all worthy of having six-figure business businesses monthly, weekly. I mean, y'all are worthy about it, okay? So... When you go through how to fix this, trust me, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be like this automatic shift like, oh my God, I'm so worthy. We're going to deal with it daily. Trust me, I'll deal with it daily. But it's all about these, like how to remove the unworthy thoughts. So first you have to recognize that the thought with like have that thought, but without the emotional attachment with it. So when that negative thought comes or the fear arises in the, like, it's, it comes up as stress or anxiety. The first step is to remove yourself emotionally from it and say, ask yourself, like, does this thought serve me? Is it going to bring me closer to my goal or is it going to pull me further away? So if you're telling yourself that you can't post the reel because you feel some sort of way about yourself, is that going to move you away or closer to your goal if you post it? 
every single time that I feel some sort of worthiness about how I look in a reel is the reel I post and it blows up and people are messaging me because they saw the confidence that happened when I posted it. So what if the transition is not good? So what if your words are spelled wrong? Some lady messaged me and said I was the worst speller of the world, okay? Because I kept spelling things wrong or using the wrong grammar. I said, that's okay because that's me, right? I don't care. I don't care. The, set, the second thing is, is decide if you want that thought to be true for you. So every thought that we have is subjective, just like our mindset. It's, it's either you're fixed in that area or you're in a growth place. You can decide if that thought or how you're thinking is at, like, it's up to you to add value to it, weight to it, and truth to it. So if it's your choice, if you want to believe those old thoughts of yourself, or you move forward and you create new ones, it doesn't have to be a part of your life. The next thing, this is probably the best thing, but you have to not engage with those old beliefs of yourself. The key is changing old beliefs is to not entertain them. So do not give it air to breathe. Do not let it grow. Do not argue with it. Do not give it validation or time of day. So if you find yourself having to justify why you couldn't do something or why you couldn't be on something or why you're like you're bringing value to it and then it keeps manifesting into your life. So you need to decide that no longer what no longer serves you, you literally say you're done with it. Like if that thought comes in and this is true is that it's going to keep coming up. But the faster that you can switch out of that thought, it's going to be better. It's going to be faster. It's going, and this is how it happens for me. I've been dealing with worthiness stuff for like literally 36 years of my life. It's now faster. It's literally a split second. And I'm like, nope, we're not going to do that. Nope, I'm going to turn on some music. Nope, I'm going to talk to somebody. Nope, I'm going to do this. Okay. And the next thing is change the subject. So our brains have the attention span of a two-year-old with ADHD. This is literally how Sarah mentions it in here. Um, So this trick isn't difficult to use. Just like a child might throw a tantrum when you take away its toy, they literally can be changed into a different mindset within like you offering them cookies or you offering them a hug or you offering them something else. Think about it that way. Are you feeding into it or are you changing the subject? Remember that these thoughts and emotions are little tricky, little whatever you want to call them, you know, this little bad bitch voice in your head, right? She uses different words in here, but I'm not going to say that word. It's not my vocabulary. Um, They have lived with you for a long time and are quite comfortable with the position in guiding your life right now or destroying your life. So they're not going to go without a fight. Know that they're still going to be there. They're still going to come up. They're still going to say that but as like I just said as fast as you can change them it's going to it's going to happen a little bit faster so to just recap that there's different areas there's forms of worthiness and self-sabotage there's forms in fear and anxiety but as you recognize those thoughts and disattach the emotional attachment to them you're going to be easier to decide whether that thought is true for you don't engage in that thought. Don't make it real. Like there's no reason why you have to go tell 10 people about this thought that you're having and just stomp it as it is right now. If the block is one that really, like if this block really resonated with you and you're like, yes, this is me. I don't, I, I, I literally deal with this on a daily basis. Be gentle with yourself. Understand that it can be 
as you're working through these blocks, it can be very emotional. It can be like, it can take several passes as of like, there's questions. I can drop this thing, I think in the chats of how worthiness comes up. You have to dig deep. You have to figure out where it's coming from. Cause if you don't know where it's coming from, it might be something from literally when it ha like if it happened to you when you were three or four or 10 or 16 and you like whatever age it happened, you have to dig back and say, why is this still affecting me? What is triggering me in this matter? And it's a process. So she's found like people that come from financially difficult, like childhoods often struggle with worthiness because they don't like, they didn't see it. They didn't see the abundance mindset happening when they were kids and everything. I'm very, very um, aware of when I'm using money words of feeling like I'm unworthy of doing something um, when I'm saying it to my kids because I don't want them to feel like they are not worthy enough of doing whatever they want, right? And this gets passed down from generation to generation to generation. I had, I grew up with a, like, there was always food on the table. There was always a roof on my, over my head. I had clothes to wear, but I never had that brand new pair of Nikes that the girl next to me had. I never had the brand new Adidas, like those Adidas wind pants. I wanted those forever and I never got them. Like I was like, girl. And then I finally bought a pair when I think I was like 18 or 19 and the hype was all over. And I was like, well, that wasn't worth it. Right? Like, what are those things that keep you keep passing down? Like, it's not that you have to go buy this like brand new wardrobe for your kids, but like they need to know that it's okay for them to ask for it. And you just say, okay, we're going to do this to earn this. Or we're going to do like, it's not a. No, yes or no conversation it's a okay how do we how do we have that happen to our life like I gotta work or I gotta do this or whatever it is so I hope that was valuable for you guys like it's it's weird when you start bringing up some of these things because it does bring back past things but when you work through it the like green grass over here is way more beautiful than being stuck back here so whether it be like Katie said a goal for the end of the month. Yes, we may have only three, what, four days left, three and a half days left. Your goals are not, your goals are not out of the option. But at some point you told yourself that you were not worthy of hitting MVP or you were not worthy of having a new customer or you're not worthy of doing blah, 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 fill in the blank. But you are. You just tell yourself this old story as why you can't do those things or why you can't put your story out there. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so, so much. I don't think there's any announcements as far as there are more tickets available right now. And you buy one, get one for, I think, $97. So you can split that cost with somebody. Um, more is probably one of my most favorite events uh, that, like, besides Epic, that Prove It does put on. So I think that's really, really important if you guys, it's the first weekend of um, March and then Empire U is available for everybody, everybody. So whoever wants to come to Dallas and party with me, um, I'm part of the energy committee. So I'm going to be dancing my freaking face off. So I love it. I called out. Thank you for calling me out on that. Only, um, some valuable points for sure that I think we can all improve on myself included, obviously. Um, so I thought it'd be really cool since we have a couple minutes left. If you guys are open to it and willing, um, I believe, and I, you can let me know if you agree in the comments or not. I believe that right now the best thing we can do as far as creating, I'm not going to be able to do it. So the thing is, is like, 
boundaries, authenticity, priorities, they're all a major component, but we tend to like put them on the sideline of things because we don't want to feel again, about people pleasing. We don't want to make people feel bad that we're taking our life in control, right? So like the moment I took my life in control of working out, drinking more water, eating healthy, not following keto, whatever, I lost people in the process. Did it hurt me in the moment? Yes, because those people didn't stick by me in the moment that I needed them the most because I was going through this transition of finding who I truly was. The same thing happened when Katie found her bodybuilding like oomph and wanted to go follow that. The truth is, is that we set a boundary around the fact Sorry, that I'm still not- Siri needs to s- stop her, her stuff, okay? The truth is, is that when you decide to make decisions for yourself and boundaries around yourself, just like Katie mentioned it, it is for you. It is not for nobody else. So there are times when I have to say no to something, it might be a Zoom, it might be something coming up, like an event or something that that does not take as much precedence over the fact of I need to work out every single day. I need to get my steps in every single, I mean, work out, but get my steps in every single day. Move my body intentionally every single day. And if that happens at nine o'clock at night during something else, I have to say I'm going to catch the replay. And that's okay. That's a boundary I made. Just like if I haven't gone live by nine o'clock at night, I need to set that boundary and say, it's okay that I don't watch something. I'll catch the replay. So know that you are right. We're, We're our own people, right? We got put on this earth. We have our own lives. We have our own boundaries. We have our own ideas of what this business is for us. So know that our boundaries like it has to do with all of the relationships with ourselves uh, with in our life but it starts with us it starts with the fact of not letting everybody else like we're not ever taught how to set these boundaries in our life in high school we're not a set because we are in this like herd mentality right in school we're we're like oh if this person says this we're gonna follow this right so boundaries are for our limits so Think about it as the terminology as batteries versus vacuums. Are you in conversations in your life that energize you like batteries do, right? Or are you in conversations like vacuums that suck? Like you feel drained after you talk to people or you see a message and you're like, oh, I I just not feel make me feel good, right? So he put it around the fact of like, do you have, you can drop a one in the comments, Do you have a person that tends to call you at the same time every single day to tell you what's on the news or tell you what's going on? Like they'll purposely post something or you'll see something online. Like they post all of the time and it's negative. Are you in groups that make you feel some sort of way? Like you probably shouldn't be in there. That's like a vacuum group, right? I I personally have people in my life that call me every single time they see something on the news and I won't answer the phone or I disengage in that conversation because I have a boundary around that is like, there's a reason why I don't watch that. There's a reason why I don't partake in that. So this is the part where like, if you have those people in your life, 
They always call, they have the bad news, and then we start resenting that relationship. We don't want to talk to them. We leave the phone not ringing. There's probably a reason why some of us don't like video calls or talking in person at all because of the fact that, like, we've been traumatized around the fact that that sometimes has happened. So three things, well, I mean, boundaries are, there's three things, but boundaries are for yourself. So before you dive into a relationship with somebody, you also have to understand what your relationship is with yourself. Do you love your, like you cannot give love to somebody else if you do not know how to love yourself. Hence why like there's all these things about um, marriage and kids and all of that stuff. Like those things have to be discussed before you go into this saying, well, I don't really feel like loving myself today. How are you gonna show that to your kids? How are you going to, like, how are you loving yourself? So you should never put somebody else above yourself. So that means, like, if somebody um, says you should go do this, this, and this, and you don't feel like that's part of your journey today, that's okay to say no. That's okay to say something around the um, boundary about that because you cannot serve at a higher level of yourself or for somebody else if you do not if you're lost in some aspect of your life if you are on this journey of wanting to feel better do you think a box of crumble cookies or a box of donuts which honestly loves is going to make me feel better when this when the scale goes up and i'm like oh yeah i know that was gonna happen you know like you have a decision to love yourself a little bit more that might be um going and walking on the treadmill that might be going and grabbing some soup cans and literally lifting them up okay so self-love and self-respect over everything and once you learn how to self-love yourself nobody else can disrespect that for you so that goes along with the fact of like people pleasing the reason we do certain things is to have other people love us a little bit more but how is that love affecting us if we don't love ourselves but that also does not mean that you cannot run from the things that you need to do and call it a self-care day because it's just going to come back. It's just going to be like, it's just going to be sitting there waiting for you if you don't make the boundary around it. For the first thing you need to do is you need to decide what the boundary is. So what do you want? How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel supported? Do you want to feel loved? Whatever that boundary is around that, And then you have to decide, how do you want to show up? What kind of shifts do you need to make in order for you to have that boundary around it? So I have boundaries around the fact that I can't wake up and look at a chat, like certain chats. I don't wake up and just do certain things without feeling some sort of way. Like I'm not going to open an email from a certain part of my life that brought me into this life without feeling some sort of like having my energy up and like I'm not gonna start my day with that does that make sense so if you find that you're scrolling Facebook and you find yourself in this bottomless pit of like oh that was negative that was negative that was negative don't do it start your day with some water start your day with ketones start your day with some 200 milligrams of caffeine that's what I'm doing right now so with that or go move your body like how do you start your day is going to be a huge thing The next thing you have to do is how do you want them to feel in this and how do you want them to show up in this boundary? So this might be that person that calls you 
and tells you about what's going on, you need to be very clear with the fact of like, this is not my journey today. Okay. So then you need to communicate with them and it is okay. It is okay for you to take the blame at that point. Hear me out on that. You can tell them, I love you, but I'm working on myself and learning to be positive. Can you please stop this? So it is okay for you to communicate with them like that is not okay. So what does that look like for you? So you need to be aware, like you teach people how to communicate with you the way you communicate with yourself. So if you're constantly telling yourself that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not beautiful, all these negative things, then you're telling you're somehow telling other people that it's okay for them to treat you like that, that you're not worthy, that you're not enough. The third thing you have to do is stay firm about it. So I'm a very, I mean, I'm very positive for the most part. Like I try, I, I do talk myself out of this negative thoughts that are in my head, but that, that took a huge boundary of saying, okay, I need to personal develop every day. And I find myself when I get into this momentum of not feeling good enough or not feeling worthy enough, like we talked about last week, I have to look at my schedule and say, when's the last time I read something? When's the last time I, I listened to a podcast? That is important. Like most of the time I saw the best TikTok the other day and I'm, it might've been, actually, I think it was Katie's. These are the things that we let, like people think that we listen to at the gym. Like they think we're listening to like this hardcore metal jam. Like sometimes I am, but most of the time I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to, cause at that time is when my brain is at the highest functioning power and it actually absorbs a lot faster because I'm concentrating on a couple other things. Like I'm not multitasking, but I'm listening and also doing like I'm doing with the tempo of whatever. Y'all know if you know, okay? So the next thing is um, I kind of want to talk about like that goes into the boundaries, but all these kind of talk in together is the, the part when I started stepping into the authenticity of not sugar sugarcoating, um, how the journey has been. I think that we all have, like, we have these ebbs and flows of our journey. Like, whether you're in the valley of the trench or you're on the top of the mountain, you're going to view things of what's happening to other people differently. But you also have to realize is that you have to stop lying to yourself about where you are in your journey. Like, if you think that you're up here, but you're truly down here, projection is a huge thing. Because really, you're not up here. And you have to stop lying to yourself about, are you doing the actions that go into where you want to go, where you think you are? Or are you truly right here? Because I've lied to myself for a long time about certain aspects of my life. And when I became very aware of it, awareness doesn't come overnight. It's literally action after action after action and working on yourself is that telling yourself, like telling ourselves where we, what we want to hear is not important. You need to tell yourself acknowledging the truth that's happening. Like if you're not where you want to be, are you doing the things that you know you need to do? So I wouldn't have just lost 96 pounds of fat loss over four and a half years and maintained it if I would have continued to treat myself, talk to myself, not work out the way I did. Does that make sense? Because you have to realize is that your business is not just going to poof happen overnight. 
it takes the the effort of putting in value to people like you all are valuable we all have value to share but we tend to sugarcoat it like katie said and people please because we are afraid to not trigger people and the same goes as mine the most triggering posts that i wanted to vomit on is the ones that literally gave me messages in my inbox saying oh my god i can't believe you do that the plate like when i think that i'm talking about my journey too much i'm not talking about it enough every single day almost almost you will see some sort of gym reference or workout reference on my page or something like that because for the first time last night i actually looked like how i felt like i actually had muscle like i, I don't know there was just a way i felt in the picture that I took last night at the gym. And there's something to be said about that because it was the boundary around the fact that I needed to go to the gym. I also felt that I needed to share with people that it's not an overnight success. Like you're not going to become overnight like Amazon Prime, which is not Amazon Prime no more. You're not going to be that person the next day. It takes hours and it takes commitment and it takes mastery of doing those things every single day. How many hours, I mean, have you guys, have you guys heard? How many hours does it take? We don't start good. We start pretty messy, right? We start pretty bad. We might be pretty shitty at the beginning. And it's okay because you have to be crappy before you get good and good before you get better, better before you become perfect, okay? So with that, we kind of talked about it before, but you have to master the art of no, whether or not you like it or not, you have to say is that no is a complete sentence. It requires no interpretation. And what's weird, you know, everybody understands that word around the globe. Like it's actually like trans, like uh, translated in the same language everywhere, right? So understand that they might not like what it means, but they do understand what it means. They do understand the part behind it. So why is it so hard is because we want to help people. We want to be nice. You want to, sh- um, you want to show that you take on everything and make it all work. But if you guys have read this book and if you haven't, I really urge you to, or listen to it. Winning doesn't care. Winning wants you to put in the work and say no to the things that don't honor you and deserve you, but push you forward. So know that he has people, and I think this was super, super powerful, make a no list. The things that you are not going to do, a non-negotiable reminder of the things that are not a priority. So if they are not on that list of five things that why you started this business and what your priorities are, why you're, you're here, then it doesn't matter if it's not on that list, if it does not communicate in that list of five. So keep that list in your phone, keep it on your desk, tape it to the mirror, the refrigerator, wherever. Just making the list will give you a fresh perspective of what really matters. What was what was on your schedule that really didn't matter but you were showing up anyway just to be in just to be seen on a screen. Ask yourself that. Like there's a reason why like people think that taking pictures and progress pictures is selfish and that they won't post it. But you want to know why you take pictures is to really see the minor details in the work that you're doing. Nobody else. Like, 
I wouldn't know where, like, people take pictures at the gym every single day. That is not selfish. That's for you to see where you can improve or where you can train a little bit differently. Like, I don't, I mean, it'll be different after October, but what my pictures will look like from now to then is totally different than somebody else's pictures. And they're for you. Nobody else. Like, there's people that won't do core four because they have to take beginning pictures to get a cup. It's nothing against what anybody else thinks. It's because their perspective of themselves is a little bit um, skewed and they don't love themselves. So that's a little tangent. So what can you stop adding to your schedule and stop and start deleting off of that? Because it's important to know what you're doing for your priorities. Stop spending time you don't have on people you don't like, um, doing things that you don't want to do, and what do you want? The more time to work, do you want more time on your, focus on your goals, more time in your relationship, more time to yourself, figure it out and make a decision. Otherwise, you won't be happy in anything because you're trying to do everything, but you're not actually focused in on the things that actually truly make you happy or putting the work into the things that truly make you happy. Um, the next thing is balance. Well, last, uh, I'll talk about it real quick, um, is there is no balance. And we all have heard this. But the truth is, is I didn't really find the meaning of priorities are never in conflict until about a year ago when I kind of put it into perspective Priorities aren't in conflict. If they're on that list and they are your priority, they will never, they will all, like those priority things will never be in conflict of anything else because you cannot think of something else when you're doing something on that priority list. When I'm at the gym, I don't care if I miss a meeting or if something emergency happens within something else that is not on that priority list. It does not matter. It's not priority. So know that if, if somebody says, go do this, and it's on that priority list of yours, then, yeah, okay, go do it. But if I were, like, this happened last spring, I was scheduled to train for our level up for within the Empire. I made it work, but I couldn't be on the, the like, pregame meeting because Peyton had dance. It was her dance recital. That was a priority, and I told them that. It is okay to catch the replay. It is okay to say no to something. I'm not saying don't show up. I'm not saying don't message the people. I'm not saying don't go put your heart and soul into this. But if you don't have the money to go do something or, but there's a caveat to that. You do have a way to earn money. We just kept telling ourselves the excuse of why we can't do something. But if you are like, hemorrhaging things here and here and here and here and here but you're also not taking in the action that you're getting from that like the the production wheel right so know that the priority of personal development is important right the priority of taking yourself like if you are your priority which I am on mine that includes personal development but my business is also a priority and that means that I also need to do the action so if I'm only doing this one okay I can't, I can't do this if I'm going in a circle this way. So I need to balance that. And that's where that balance happens. But I'm not also, I'm not, um, I'm talking myself in a circle right now. I feel like if this is making sense, let me know. But 
you can't just do one thing and feel bad that something else over here is not happening because you're not turning both wheels. So if you do, like, like I just said at the beginning of this, there's a lot of content here given today. Like, this is powerful stuff. Take it and digest it. And how can you utilize that in helping somebody else? Because we all want to help other people. We all want to be at this, like, level 10. But you can't get to level 10 if you're still playing down here. How can you use that to level up you as well as give value to somebody else? So I'm going to pass it back. I love it. You mentioned something that I just want to touch on and build on just a little bit, and that is the idea of priorities are never in conflict. If you guys find yourself in a situation that you genuinely feel like your priorities are in conflict, because I feel like we've all been there before, where we're like, I know I should do this, but I also need to do this. Uh, I want you to remember that like, if it ever comes up in your mind that you can't do something, I need you to replace those words with that is not a priority right now because there is never a situation that